You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's True Blood After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's True Blood After Show. Really? I was about to start dancing and realized um, my, gen- my gender inhibits that. Uh, it's the song from, come on, Newland and Russell when they just demolished the oh, whole frat yes. house. It's a teenage dream. Come on, guys. We're better than that. Hey, everybody. We all know that Bing is for doing, and we are doing another after show on AfterBuzz TV. This is True Blood Season 5, Episode 10, episode called Gone, Gone, Gone. I'm JC, and joining us today, let's go. Let's talk around the table and introduce introduce ourselves as our hosts. Sure. So, uh, wow. Hi. <laughs> hi, everybody. I'm Yerman Gur. Hey guys, I'm Chris Lee. How are you? All right, and a quick shout out to Jenna Bush and Roth Cornett, who just couldn't make it this week. Hope you guys are back next week. Wow. Okay, there's a lot to talk about. I'm tongue tied because seriously, I do not know how to make sense of tonight's episode. Like, I don't think you have to. Uh, that's why we're going to talk for the next... That's why we're here. Good. We're going to uh, do it together. We're going to hold hands and do it together. I need my hand to be held tonight because... A little awkward. Okay. S- so- I meant figuratively. Okay. Good. Let's do it. All right. Marissa, hi. How are you? Hello. <laughs> I'm great, guys. How are you? <laughs> we're still digesting everything that went down tonight because... Oh, yeah. I, w- I want to say the last two episodes... I thought were phenomenal. I love the one that Stephen Moyer directed, and then uh-huh. last week it seemed like it was tying things up, uh-huh. which I should have known. Big mistake. You don't tie things up in True Blood on episode nine, because of course they're going to do this with us. And let's start with the overall gone, gone, gone. The theme. What do uh-huh. you guys think of tonight's episode? Um, I liked it. It was. It, I was just refreshed by the fact that there weren't as many things. Like they didn't go through everybody's storyline because then it just. Uh, and then you don't know what the heck to do because you're constantly riveted and you, it's it's way, way too intense. So this time it was only like three-fourths of all the storylines they've introduced. Like we didn't get to like the wolves and stuff like that, which I, I found refreshing, which is good. Right. You know, thankfully, but just a few storylines we had were like super confusing. Oh, my God. They've opened so many new elements. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, they got to they gotta, they gotta feed off this season and then prep for the next one. Okay, so oh, yeah. so so you're calling it? It's going to cross over to season six. I think so. Yeah, I, I think this is a big big deal now. Okay, and we've also got to welcome you know Chris Lee, who what's up, girl? Yes, a, a super Truby fan herself. So, what'd you think of tonight? It wasn't as overwhelming as the last two episodes for sure. Yeah. Um, there were also parts that I struggled with a little bit that I thought were a little slow. Um, some of the Hoyt stuff I thought they dragged <gasps> out a little bit more than than needed, which makes me think something more important is going to happen with Hoyt. Because I felt like some of those scenes were dragged out a little bit, and they were emotional, but I just... 
I don't know. Way to lead us into it. So let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about the goodbyes. Yeah. We had a few. Let's start. Let's start with the Hoyt one, actually, mm-hmm. because I disagree with you. I think it's done. I think they gave him that time because Hoyt has actually meant so much to the story. If you think about it, I mean, he's been there ever, since season one. He's Jason's best friend, his BFF, and I was crying when Jason was saying goodbye to him. Yeah, that was a little awkward. I felt a little weird. Yeah, I, I heard you whimpering. It was weird. Oh, I thought you were feeling it too. No, <laughs> no, 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 seriously, no, we were making fun of you. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good, but yeah, I mean, you know, fine. No, no, I'm. But seriously, it's just. He was the, he's the teddy bear. Where is he going? He's going to Alaska. Yeah, really? He's going to do he's some got, oil drilling. I, I I don't think he'll be back <laughs> unless. Is there a way? You know, let's Jessica glammed him. Mm-hmm. Sure. Now, is there a way? What if it's true love between them? Could that like let's say in season seven he could come back? Maybe. You know the fact that true blood. You know the true blood. True love mm-hmm. supersedes the glamming. Could that be a possibility? It's a possibility. It, glamming isn't completely 100%. Obviously, uh, uh, um, Alcide got glammed, and then with just a touch from Suki, was made to remember everything he got glammed to forget. But he was so a soup. What's that? But he's a soup, So, and soups are a little harder to glam. Uh, possibly, yeah. But I mean, if if he if Hoyt was to come in contact with a fae or something like that, or something, mm-hmm. I mean, it seems it seems like it's possible to be deglammed. It's not, you know, it's not. Perm- I don't know if he'd be able to do it under his own power, mm-hmm. but um, it's possible. I actually think they're going to kill off Hoyt. I think you just want them to kill off Hoyt. No, I like Hoyt, I, and I wasn't necessarily talking about the part with Jessica and him in the bar I was talking more of like the him and his mom in the car it was just mm-hmm. an awkward mm-hmm. scene for me um, but I really I really think that they're going to kill off Hoyt which I think is going to lead into the Jason and the ditch story oh, okay. <laughs> because uh. I think that Hoyt's not going to be a part at, at all not just in Alaska I think they're going to kill him off okay yeah. alright alright we agree to disagree <laughs> Sorry. Right, but let's talk about all the deaths. Like, literally, they oh ratched it up. Like, Mike Spencer? Come yeah. on. Okay. Why Why did Sookie kill Mike Spencer? Oh, well, because he was eating her? Yeah, I was, I'm sorry. Was that a, is that a trick question? I it feel is. Like... It's a total trick question. <laughs> sorry. See, you, you fell for it, Chris. Like, sorry. Why, why doesn't she just recant the invitation? He's a vampire. She invited him. When he got to the door, she's like, oh, come in, come in. Got the invitation as a vampire. Why didn't she just reset, you know, recant the invitation? Because then that immediately just kicks That's him out. That's true. That does kick him out. That's a good question. I don't know why she didn't do that, but it looked so much more fun for her to reach in for uh, little chopsticks and, you know, do the thing. Kill him with chopsticks. There's everyone. So we talked about this a little bit. Is it? Is it's not just us, right? Does anyone out there think that there's, these vampires are starting to get just a little too easy to kill? Like all <laughs> you need is a chopstick. And it's all, that's all you need, or like a little rubber, like the, even the bullets. Those bullets actually, for the record, looked real to me. I don't know how you have a wooden bullet. What is it encased in steel? How does that work? Wouldn't wood just explode out of a gun? That it just ripped case. a shred. It looked like it was encased in metal. Or something like well, but, well, guys, we are asking. Let's. And yeah. I also forgot to mention our iTunes as well. You know, you guys can see us on YouTube. You guys can also listen to us on iTunes. And make sure one thing is to subscribe. Let us know. Give us your comments. Hit us up. Actually, send us tweets. We'll answer all your questions. If you know the answer about the wooden bullets, please let us know. We're super interactive. And the reason we ask you to leave those comments on iTunes because actually that's how they measure us on how we bring you this free content every week. So we give about we give you guys. A about 40 shows a week, but all we ask is for you to leave us a comment because it lets people know that you guys are watching and helps 
keep our lights on. Exactly. We need those. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So going. But back- yeah. I just. I just. It just starts. It's a little weird. Like I, I get the the app, the ice ice stake thing. Like those are all powered somehow. But it seems to be a little bit too easy now to just be able to grab a chopstick. You, and off a vampire. You can't puncture skin with chopsticks. Like, Chrisley tried. Chrisley tried to stab me with a chopstick here in the studio that before we went in. That is kind of weird that you say that like you have prior experience. Like It's impossible I mean, to puncture skin with chopsticks. Just saying. Okay. Yeah. Having said that, then, it just must be even more difficult to get rid of a vampire with a pair of chopsticks. I mean, she didn't even look like she really tried that hard. She was like, blink, yeah. done. And and someone like my like Mike Spencer, he's been there from season one. Yeah. Honestly, it's just like they're, they're getting rid of these characters. Yeah, Sheriff gone. Mm-hmm. Mike Spencer gone. Mm-hmm. The uh, the uh, the what do you call it? The corner. And then we have we're technically supposedly saying goodbye to Hoyt. Yeah, we're just getting rid of people left, and we're just trimming the fat now. Apparently, I, I think it's more than that. Have you noticed throughout the whole episode and throughout this whole season how many times they say the word evolve? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think what it is is the series itself is evolving. Right. And so it's and the, the tone of the series is going to change. I and I don't know how much, if it's going to deviate from the books, or which it already has. But what I'm thinking is, so far I was in Bontom, you uh-huh. know, the whole story. And I think now at the, with, the, with the wars coming up and all this, it's going to go to a global level and the whole scope of the series is going to change. It's going to evolve. Right. Just like each character is evolving. This se- They're always evolving. But, I mean, this season they've just made such an emphasis yeah. with Sookie, with Jason, with every single one is just taking, like, yeah. a greater path. It's, they've gone to a other, other, other platform, you know, as you would say. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It seems like they're kind of starting to let go of the things that were keeping them bound to Bonton. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of the episodes now are taking place outside of it. Um, and right. and, the, and those people that were the local folks of Bonton, like the Hoyts and the Sheriff and the Corner and so on, are kind of being done away with as 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 they kind of move on from that small town into, you know, mm-hmm. bigger and better pastures, I guess, as far as the scope of the show is concerned. It's, it's definitely an interesting comment. I mean, I, I actually buy that yeah. for sure. And then, and also, not, let's keep talking about death. Um, Molly, even Molly. I mean, the, well, the, there goes that theory. Yeah, there goes. We had a we had a theory. You know that um, I, I, was it Roth? I believe that. Yeah, I think Roth was. I mean, Jenna too. I think they were they were both saying that. So Roth was supposedly. Or they were saying that Molly was possibly Lilith, mm-hmm. which I thought was a great theory. Yeah, that would have been but an awesome theory. Some, somehow they got they didn't like. I actually really liked that character. I actually really wanted to see her character develop because I thought she was so quirky and so unique and kind of like the the rebel, the young rebel in the bunch that was like a techie. Mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to see that character grow, but uh, apparently they didn't have the same plans. Well, well they, yeah, because <laughs> what I'm wondering is why kill her then? I mean, what was the point of killing just because she wouldn't follow the movement right now right. you know and her worth she was not worth a lot i guess to the authority so get rid of her uh-huh. right? well they didn't need the computer geek anymore because you know what i mean if they were, if she wasn't going to follow their footsteps and do what she mm-hmm. asked as far as lilith then okay so, why right. need her you know what i mean right. i'm just wondering all the scenes before that like when she and eric were trying to escape and all this is just well should have just Killed her, or you know, yeah. killed her off early. I mean, I guess the only thing it was that it was cool and ironic that she got killed by the very thing that she invented. Right. Sure. So okay. there's there's like that weird poetic justice type of thing. But uh, other than that, yeah, I mean, it seems like it was this wasn't necessarily a, a very purposeful time. Like I didn't understand why this episode in this way, as opposed to something before or possibly another two episodes from now, that didn't necessarily make sense to me. But like you said, maybe they're really just kind of moving on and kind of spearheading their change mm-hmm. through the show and into like the, the bigger scope. 
Yeah. Yes. I think it was also just showing their level of tolerance because right then we saw then the Eric scene. Do you know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. it was their level of tolerance that they had no tolerance. If you weren't going to follow them, you were going to see true death. Mm-hmm. And then we had the Eric scene. So I feel like it was just setting up that if Eric doesn't go, we're assuming, okay, now he's going to get killed. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think it was setting up your mind frame. Very well nice. said. Yeah. That, that was good, didn't that it? That was good. Yeah. That was good. Thanks. Good yeah, nice. Yeah. Nice. Ah. Thank you. Thank you. And also, yeah. I, I want to give a quick shout out to chat roll as well. If you guys have any questions, I'm going to try to read our chat rolls. If you guys have any questions, let us know. And I want to move on. Yes. Let's move Do on it. to... What are we doing next? Sucky. Yeah, the, 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 the main character. <laughs> yeah, why not? Let's talk about her. <laughs> like, what's, I guess what's going on with her? And did you notice that they were strategically like putting pillows? Yeah, she's always sitting down with a pillow on her. <laughs> yes, they're, they're starting to hide Anna Paquin's her pregnancy, of yeah. course. And what do you think? What's going on there? With like, let's say Jason and Sookie, and I love when they're together. I love their scenes because it really grounds the series. Absolutely, because they're the well. Well, she's a fairy, but I'm just saying, I mean, with all the soups going on, it's just the brother and sister dynamic between the two of them. It just really kind of gives you a breather. No, absolutely. You know, and and then Jason using his um, his detective skills yeah. and helping him find, you know, the scroll. Yeah, it's like a mini Nancy Drew storyline within the True Blood series. Yeah. Right. And it's really nice to see them, like, actually be brother and sister because we really didn't, although they were always were the, throughout the series, they didn't really interact. They didn't hang out much. They yeah. just kind of always were at the, like, one was leaving while the other one was coming in type of thing. Yeah. You never got the Two ships element. in the night. Yeah, the family element in there. They were just kind of related by name. But they, you didn't see, like, what, were, what might have then been, what might have they been like? Did I say that right? What might have they been like okay. when they were younger, like hanging out in the same house, growing up in high school and whatnot? So mm-hmm. now we're getting a sense of that. And it's really fun to see them. Uh, it was, it's kind of a surprise, too, because I really did think Jason was going to be Andy's right hand guy this season. And those two were going to be like, you know, uh, yeah. Riggs and Murtaugh. And then that didn't end up being the case. Now, these two are like the Nancy Drew uh, uh, group and they're tr- out there trying to solve their family's secrets and, and, and storyline, which is really fun to see. It's nice, too, because Sookie tried to protect him from all the soups for so long and not tell him and not Uh keep him apart. And now that they can work together on trying to find these things out that are now crucial to her family as Mm -hmm. well. It's it's nice to see them together. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. man, I just oh, Jason, 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 what's going to happen with him? Here's an interesting thing about Jason that I also like is the fact that they're not necessarily doing what I thought was going to happen, which was have Jason just be like this unequivocal, you know, soup hunter, which I was thinking, oh, maybe he's going to be kind of grooming himself to be kind of like a vampire hunter of sorts. That's not the case. They've built this really interesting relationship where, you know, like the core characters are actually supporting each other, like Jessica. And it's not that those people hate each other. If anything, Jason's just kind of out there trying to find out what happened to his parents. That's his goal. So it's not like this hate across the board for all things supernatural and even vampiric. It's just I want to find out what vampires killed my parents and go mm-hmm. after those guys. But in the meantime, like, you know, he still interacts with Jessica. They still have a closeness. He's not like built when it comes to talking about Bill and Eric. He doesn't, he doesn't like cringe at the thought mm-hmm. of all vampires before he was that way. Before just the thought of all things supernatural was just bugging him, bugging him out. And he's less lost as a person. Yeah. Like the entire series, his character was always just so lost in, in everything in life. And this season, he's really kind of come to a whole as a person and as yeah. a character where you're not seeing that lostness anymore. Like he's yeah. kind of finding his space mm-hmm. within this crazy place that he lives. Yeah. So he's evolving. Yeah. Evolving. Evolving. Yeah. So then 
I'm. Uh, I know. I don't want to. I, I don't want to talk. We talked about it last week about the prediction of he possibly turning into a vamp and and, and things like that. But I kind of don't want him to be turned because his character is getting into this such this. He's become. He's he's at this at this place where he's just he's a full character. He's not this guy who's having sex with every character you know everyone he'd run into. He's he's become a force you know and like he even said he's he's protecting Suki. He's the the guy people go to now. But I think that he's only going to become a vampire because one of two things happens: either he feels like he wants to be turned because he has nothing else in his human life, or he he's going to die and it's the only way to save him. Much no. like Tara. Like I don't think it's going. You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. he's either going to stand and choose to be a vampire, which then I'm thinking may help him get to the Warlow. To Warlow, yeah. Right. Whoever he is. Yeah. Um, so I feel like he's either going to turn to help find him or mm-hmm. he's going to have to be turned because he's going to die. Yeah. I would probably agree with that. I mean, in, in one sense, Jason is definitely more grounded, but... In the scope of the rest of the show, I don't necessarily know that he's that much different from, say, like an Andy character. So there's one thing that'll that'll never be or they'll have to figure out at some point is that you, Jason is not like everybody else because he's technically part Fey. We would assume he's obviously Sookie's relative. Right. So, you know, and bro- and sibling, close relative. So he's got people are always wondering. And I think me personally as well. What? can Jason do? It, it can't just be about a good-looking kid in high school who had sex with everybody and was a star football player. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously something's there, because otherwise there's no difference between him and people like Andy. They're both law enforcement individuals. They're both human. So there's got to be something that makes him his own spin on things. Well, he is, he just didn't get the fey powers, but he got that fey attractiveness, like, kind of like Claude. Well, they're not really, they haven't really, uh, they haven't really, uh, what do you call it, uh, dealt with that on the show, though. We, people know that from the books, mm-hmm. but that's not something that's really been dealt with, you know, heavily on the show, if at all. Right, no, no, and I, I wanted to finish up with, with Jason really quick, uh-huh. but I gotta, men- I do, I gotta mention Amazon. Oh, I yeah. have to bring up Amazon definitely because Those guys. it's <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. I'm kidding. We, <laughs> we've we've got a partnership with Amazon, guys. And what you do is if you go to AfterBuzzTV.com, we have a little icon on the right corner of our page, and what you do is you just click on there, and it'll take you to Amazon, of course. But that you can go make your purchases there. But the reason we ask you to do this is because. Every time you make a purchase on Amazon through AfterBuzz's page, it actually gives us a few cents back. So it really helps fund our shows. So def- we definitely, you know, people like Watchtower Base who spent over four hundred dollars just through Amazon by going, you know, by going through our AfterBuzz TV page. We really appreciate it. it. Really helps us out, guys. So please make a note of that if you're going to make a purchase, go through Amazon, but go through AfterBuzz first. Thank you. Yeah. All right. What? Why are you giving Back us to a- our regular scheduled <laughs> program? No, g- g- gotta say, gotta- but um, now w- with the Jason thing, um, what happened to the Were Panther thing? He's supposed to be a Were Panther too. Yeah, see, that's the thing. So do, all these questions are left hanging. So he, I, I don't think that anybody just assumes Jason's going to be like just the, another guy on the on, on the payroll, so to speak. I, I think they, people are people want to know what's going to end up with him. So I think you're right on, Chrissy. I think. Something's going to force him to take a direction that we may not see coming. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Because it makes sense because I said he's in such a good place. Uh-huh. And one thing we know if on the show. Pull the carpet right from under right. you. If you're in a great place, yeah. the Alan Ball will make you give a left turn. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, especially if there's this vampire that we're trying to find information about. No one's going to help a human. No one's going to help Sookie. So why not become a vampire and get all the information that you need? Ooh. 
I'm good just line. saying. That's like a Jason way to look at it. I'm going to become a vampire and but save everyone. Jason but that's, that, that's perfect. That's it, what you just said it right there. That <laughs> would be that would, You could totally write that in as a storyline. Like, you know what Jason would do? Jason would be like, wait a second. It's a vampire. I got to be a vampire. Yeah. Figure out who it is. That's great. Can I go back? That's awesome. But they're then like, no, it's permanent, dude. One. They're like, what? <laughs> Jason would be the one who's like, wait, you just, I can't go back? Yeah, you know. Okay. I also want to go back a step in what we, what we said. When things are really well in the True Blood universe, that's when they, mm-hmm. the fizz hits the shan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Andy. Andy and Holly. It was good to see Holly back. Yeah. And they're happy. They look like they're very much in love. And they're like cute and bubbly. Yeah, that's something's going to happen there. Well, something already did. Happened a few months ago. If we look oh, at Luella. Yes. Yeah. Luella and the Fae. And then she comes There's out around the corner lady. and she's got a little bumpy bump. Yes. And people are like, wait a minute, technically, but there was that time, and oh no. Yep. When I it, just screamed, that's her. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was that, that yeah. was the first thing that came to my yeah. mind. Yeah, if you guys don't remember, in season, I believe it was in season four when what? Andy had that one tr- okay, tryst. That one tryst. Interlude, if you will. But he went with her again this season, too, the right. first time they went to the club. Mm-hmm. Right, right. No, but I don't think he got her pregnant they, then. No, no, no. But they, they, didn't, they didn't do anything, but he did re- see her again and then forget all about Holly for five seconds, and then, mm-hmm. then all hell broke loose, and him and Jason got kicked out of the club. Right, and a couple episodes ago, he promised to forget that fairy woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who was so adamantly to, to say that line. Like, that line was so important to the story, and now mm-hmm. we see why. Yeah, it's tying it in. So I wonder what's going to happen there. So half fae, half human baby again? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like the stack houses? Just goes to show you, got to protect your fair babies. Maybe oh, this baby won't complain about her powers. Oh. Chrissy, we know you get on Sookie's <laughs> case because she's complaining about her Sookie powers. Well, I was just a little sick of hearing her whine about it. And then the second she needed them and really could have saved herself in a situation, she didn't have them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was just kind of like, that's what you get. Actually, that's a very good point. I, I totally agree with that in a sense that we I talked a little early I, I think on one of the other shows about how excited I was that we're finally getting to see Sookie kind of learn how to use her powers just when we got a glimpse then her powers ran out and now she has to use chopsticks to get rid of vamps no but are her I thought her powers were depleting they were finite and they, she wasn't out of them well, well, but she, she hasn't gone back and gotten juiced. Doesn't she have to go getting back juiced? They were talking about how they have to in. go back and like replug with the fairies in the club, and then she can go back out in the world. She's like, "Oh, I can do that. That's pretty cool." And when okay. she tried to use them, when they tried to get her in the pig pile pen, she couldn't do anything. Remember, yeah, like okay. she was just kind of putting her hands together, and she was getting sparks. It's yeah. just hard to keep everything s- straight. Literally, things are dicey in superhero land. I wanted her to be like cool fairy girl now, and then just when she was starting to be cool fairy girl, now she's you know. She's got to use wooden chopsticks again. <laughs> and I'm looking at the tweet uh, by Devin Priester. He's uh, saying, so do you guys believe Andy is the baby daddy? Oh, For sure. I, I mean, yeah. I, I think that's exact, That's right up Alan Ball's alley. He's like, you know what we should do? <laughs> Have him be a fairy baby daddy. So what's going to happen with Holly and Luella? And Andy in the middle. Witch no, a witch, you got, yeah, witch you got a witch, a fae, and a guy that just wants to have sex. I don't know. It's going to be a dicey triangle. And Good luck, Andy. May the force be with you. And I feel like fae always beats out witch, correct? We learned that. May well, Holly's not the... be with you. Thank you. I was like, what was that? Nicely done, Marissa. But yeah, I mean, and, and Holly's not really the true, truly powerful... I mean, obviously, she's a Wicca. Did I say that right? Wicca? Not a Wiccan? Wiccan. Wiccan, sorry. Wicca is the is the actual faith, right? Wiccan is the practitioner. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean she's she's a Wiccan, but she's not like the most powerful one. She never was. She was just one of the ones that was part of the group. So I don't know that she'd win out in the battle between her and 
mm-hmm. the fairy. Oh boy, so that's going to play out in season six. I'm saying I don't know if they can do that. What are they going to do in two? They got two episodes left. Right. Are they going to throw f- that in in the next two episodes? No, I feel like a lot's going to carry over to next season. They I got feel global like war coming. Yes, there's going to be there's going to be everything's going to be a cliffhanger. If, yeah. We, yeah, if we forgot, if we skip the Wolfpack storyline this week and we gave time to Andy and Holly and the you know the triangle, how are they going to fit it in the next two episodes? Honestly. I feel like that's why they're getting. That's why they're so not as overwhelming, because as we get further away, mm-hmm. I'm not even saying this right. I'm going to no. try in English this time. But they're not as overwhelming now because they're paying attention to the little things that are going to set up for next season. Like, yeah. there's going to be one big, huge cliffhanger, but they're setting up all this stuff for the next season. Like, the baby's not going to come in the next two episodes, let's face it. Yeah. No, what I've noticed is, and I think it's the tone that we've talked throughout, that there's going to be a big, the, the big war that's coming. But definitely, and we'll let Roth and Jenna next next week talk about it. Is that, um, is that actually that the war is actually, and you see it on the HBO promos that bloodlines will be drawn. Mm-hmm. So it almost seems like it's going to be kind versus their very own, people within their own kind. Of course. So everyone is going to be against everyone, and like Holly, and even though they're not in the same kind, but just you can see just everyone is just polar they're just against each other well look yes. at how hard of a time Jessica was having tonight with Bill you know what I mean like that's her maker and she was having a really hard time with him tonight like yeah. everything that she couldn't digest it and then seeing everything ha- like she just I don't think that she will ever go that way like I think they're all going to be fighting each other Okay. Yeah. No. And definitely. Well, we'll get into that, into Sorry. the whole authority. No, into the authority <laughs> bit. Absolutely. But let's let's move it. Let's move on to actually Pam and Tara. I know Chrissy's waiting for probably this. part of the best the best part of the episode. Yeah. For yeah. Me. Really. For me. Oh, it was awesome. Okay. Because a lot of the things that and that Jenna and Roth have also been ta- are, that have been ta- they've been talking about about how we've all loved Pam and she's you know finally becoming like you know her own character, and then we were given glimpses of the fact that she her and her and Tara were really going to work out. And become, you know, what they're meant to be, which are, you know, uh, maker and, and maker and daughter and, and close as opposed to constantly battling it. And we finally got like a it hit home this episode. And that was great to see. Yeah. She chose Tara instead of the club. So it's working. They're they're getting close. They're going to fight together. They're going to be. What did she say? Uh, two. They're going to be two wind, leaves in the wind. Help me. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The, the line. Yes. The, uh. Gosh, yeah. I totally blanked if, out just now. If you chat roll, or yeah. let us know for chat sure. Roll, throw it out to me, but yeah, my phone died, so you'll have to do it on the other other chat rolls. Yeah, I mean, yeah. other phones, but um, very Thumb and Louise vampire style. Yeah. Yes, you know, but it was you're right, and they got rid of that sheriff. Thank God, he was so annoying. Yeah, that I don't dude think a was, lot of people liked him. No, well, Elijah. I just I kept thinking I was at like a like an old rock concert, and then this guy was the one next to me, ruining it for me by like jumping up and down and and like or in front of me actually standing up the whole concert and me not being able to see the stage. Dude, please help me. I felt like he was an American Idol trying too hard. <laughs> but Pam struggling with no Eric has been interesting enough, and then being a maker with Tara, and then seeing Tara tonight actually stick up for Pam uh-huh. was something I didn't think would happen yet. Like I didn't I know that you've seen them evolve as together mm-hmm. as a as a team, but seeing Tara really take it into her own hands and do something without Pam was interesting tonight. Well yeah. would you say let's say if you guys have brothers or sisters and you guys are constantly battling with your siblings, but if someone from the outside comes and threatens your family, oh you're all up in that. Right. Then so, it's muster time. Then the family bands together. Yeah. And I think you know that's what, what Tara displayed but Harkening to what you said, Yerman, is Pam finally showed the true maternal instinct. 
Yeah. That that's my baby that I will I will die for you. Yeah. I mean you she's know? yeah, that's it's fantastic. And and Tara saying first of all, Tara's and you were mentioning this earlier, Tara's looking good in vamp gear. She's really, the best she's yeah, ever looked. She's really settled into the vamp gear thing. I, that's that's perfect for her. That those old Daisy Dukes and mini little little tank tops or whatever she used to wear, great and all, but this whole vamp gear thing is really working out for her. But yeah, now and she's she's when she looked at Pam, she, Pam didn't even usually I would have expected Pam to say, like, what the hell are you doing, Tara? But didn't even say that she's like wait a minute and by the time Tara says nobody messes with us in our house you could actually see the pride growing in, in Pam's eyes like mm-hmm. oh this girl's gonna be good see I love I, how we've totally romanced this whole scenario but what about the consequences well what's gonna happen here is a monarch gonna get involved Some they've, they've got to they, you've just assassinated a sheriff I also find it weird that he just he just showed up like there was never anything setting up him going there. Right. Like, how do we know they really sent him there? Like, there was never any of that storyline. He just kind of showed up, and they were just forced to believe it, which I wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like knowing everything that's going on. So, I, I just I don't know. Consequences will happen right away. Of course they will. But no. But what you're saying is, what if it's just some? Since it's kind of like it, the vampire world is in a little bit of chaos right now. Yeah. With the the plants being blown up and they're kind of running around with their heads cut off. No pun intended. Huh. But um, who's to say? Like I, I I think we even brought it up last week. Who put them there? Who? What authority member? Who said? Well, there's the hole, right? So we've we've dealt with the authority supposedly at the highest level with the chancellors and such. But there's obviously been a couple of mentions of like monarchs saying rules like all of a sudden public feedings are allowed mm-hmm. and it's monarchs appointing this guy the new sheriff of Area Five. But we've haven't dealt with the the infrastructure of the authority from top to bottom. We've only really looked at the top. Five dudes, for example, mm-hmm. five right. people. Sure. Nothing in between. So and that's kind of a hole them. for me. It doesn't show them telling people to do certain things, right. to go certain places. So, so it's kind of like people are taking matters yeah. into their own hands, which is just confusing to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, do they have a vampire blog? And they're like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, is that what they're doing on the computers in the meetings? Because I don't understand how it's getting from point A to point well, B. Interestingly enough, that might mean that that somebody like, or people in the position of, uh, of Tara and Pam and, and Ginger Technique, by the way, quick shout out to Tara, who phenomenal scream yet again she's back ginger once again throwing it down for home team <laughs> she's fantastic she's got they got it they got to bring her along too but um we had her screaming on our show yeah we, no, we had I'm, her back a few but, weeks ago yeah, so, she, she screamed on our couch you know best now that screamer. yeah best scream ever but now that they've killed off the sheriff if they do get somehow in trouble they probably will be able to use the chaos of the fact that we can't figure out the infrastructure so right. maybe they can't either so they'll be able to kind of work around that or within it and not necessarily get persecuted because I don't really understand who would be persecuting them. And if Eric is no longer there and he was the boss, then it seems like Pam would be the next boss of that that area. So maybe. I feel like she would be able to have some sort of clout no. that maybe she doesn't know she has. Maybe, yeah. Yep. Before we move, I just want to find out who's the monarch. You know, because they killed the monarch, I believe it was it in season three. Season three. Yeah, it was then Russell. Bill takes over. No, but Bill takes as king, but as the oh, monarch. The monarch, and they ended up killing the the guy who reported. Who was I don't believe he was reporting under uh, Nan. Uh huh. And but I wonder who the new monarch of the of that whole you know that whole area that territory is. Well, no, I my my understanding is that the monarchs aren't synonymous with the AVL. Nan was part of the AVL, mm-hmm. but not necessarily a monarch. So Russell was a monarch, was he not? King of Mississippi. I want to say he was. Yes, he was the king of Mississippi. Yeah. And, so. then, and then obviously there was um, uh, the queen before that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, Rachel Evanwood. And then um, 
and then Bill obviously took over as the monarch, but but we haven't figured out who has come since. Okay. Well, we still get, if chat roll, if you guys know or tweet us, please let us know. Yeah. But let's move on real quickly. We're running out of time. We got to hit little, little Sam and Luna. Anything stand out? Of course, I know. Love Luna. You love Luna. She's Sam- just badass this season. Yeah. I mean, she's always had a little fire in her, but she's just taken complete control this season. Like seeing her kind of go crazy. I mean, she's lost her daughter at this point, and as yeah. any mother would know, I mean, God, I don't have children. I have dogs. But if anyone stole my dog, I would go hunt them down as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just what you do. You know what I mean? But she's really her As a character, mouse. A, a, as a mouse. I right. would tur- turn into a mouse for us, of course. See, I actually thought what she was going to do was infiltrate Newland's the, the interview and somehow take him out or, or just shape, shape shift into him. Oh, I didn't. And because she want, because she wanted to blow open the, say, you know, talk about shifters, vampires, maybe zombies. Um, just whatever's out there and just let the world know that there's a lot of soups around and they're uh-huh. all around you people and just blow the lid open just she was just going crazy which of course she would you take my child and I'm right. gonna you know I'm not gonna make sense and then Sam comes in and he's a little he, he's got the plan yeah. and you can just Rain's tell my, my credit card miles my flat miles she didn't even have to say just by the look I love you mm-hmm. yeah that, that, that was there. I, I really hope she sticks around. Give him a love interest. He's you know that's going to be there for years to come. Yeah. So, would you get any, anything anything stand out between them? Well, obviously, we're, let's see what happens. They've now infiltrated the authorities' headquarters. So okay. that's that. There's two two blind mice walking around in the <laughs> authorities' headquarters, which is going to be awesome because they're I don't they and no one knows they're there, so mm-hmm. they're on their own. Right. That's going to be crazy because I, I don't who's their ally in there at this point. No, no one, one knows. Yeah. And no one knows they're in there, so it's not like they can they can wait for backup. And every time they showed Emma as the wolf, I kept saying, why hasn't she turned into a little girl yet? Like, uh-huh. why hasn't that happened? I was like, is it because she's scared? Like, I don't know. And then, of course, they address it for yeah. me this episode. So it was it was good to see that he knows that she's a little girl. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that he has this fear. He did kind of want to protect her in the way that he said, if Russell sees you like this, he's going to kill you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was interesting that he was trying to protect her, but then at the same time saying your mother doesn't want you anymore. Like it right. was this really weird back and forth with him. Like you could tell something about that was pulling him. Mm-hmm. Oh, Newland, 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 Newland. Let's, yeah, let's, let's, I know it was, we were running out of time tonight. That's so we, let's, let's hit all authority the rest of the way. Oh my God. <sighs> Blown away. But I can't like, I've been waiting for Russell to do this since he's been back. Like, yeah. I've been waiting for this moment since he's been back. Like, mm-hmm. did anyone really believe that he was going to follow all these rules and be that? Like, that's just not him. It's never been him throughout the series. Right. So I've been waiting for him to kind of go rogue since the, since he's been back. I'm surprised it took this long. Now, really quickly, for cl- uh, clarification, Salome and Russell are – Salome is a lot younger mm-hmm. than, than Russell? Yeah, Salome is uh, – I believe Salome is about 2,000 years so old. So about 2,000 years old. And okay. Russell is about 2,800. And he, he, I mean, it was, that was definitely an, a statement of power. You know, I'm, I'm stronger than – I'm 3,000 years old. I'm stronger than all of you combined. And he had Good like- luck, guys. Awesome. And this is why Newland is involved. I think Newland, the only person that's going to take out Russell is going to be himself and his own vices. And Interesting. He, and he's in, right. And his love interest is Newland. And his love oh. interest is Newland. And what if, let's say, because we haven't found out yet who made Newland. Right. What if Salome made Newman, New, Newman, Newland no. as an insurance as policy? A weakness. Maybe. You prey upon his own weakness, which is his desire of love. And remember when Eric and, um, when Eric finally told, um, 
Russell that, you know, he said, I'm a full sanguinista now and mm-hmm. I, I believe in the movement now. And he apologized. But Russell said, but we're not even. Yeah, he said, you're getting a better end of the deal. Better end of the deal. Although Salome did look surprised when, when uh, like, she didn't necessarily look like she had everything under control and she had a contingency plan when Russell went AWOL. Okay, so you said. I mean, she got. She wasn't expecting to be thrown into a pillar, and then she was like, oh, "Wait a second, I, I might lose control." of This guy. I didn't get from her eyes that she's like, "Okay, you think you're on your own now, but I got something planned." No, I got she an looks ace. panicked. Yeah, she looked panicked. So she I don't did. know that she's got an ace up her sleeve in Newland. Then, then what? Then what type of strategist is she? I mean, wouldn't she know? Possibly we, not the best kind. No, That's the whole thing. Maybe. And I don't think that she has come across that she has been. Maybe right. I saw it differently. I didn't feel like she ever had total control. I feel like she thinks she has total control mm-hmm. at all times, like mm-hmm. most women. But as I am a woman, know that most of the time, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we think we have it all under control, and it starts to fall apart little by little underneath us, which is what's happening with her right now. Or, like she's trying to rein yeah. it in, and she's now using Bill in the place that she was using. I cannot remember his name. Stabler. Roman, Roman, Roman. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's trying to make Bill now mold into what she thought Roman was going to be. Uh-huh. So now she's. It's just like she's moving people around, yeah. but she doesn't really know what to do. Okay. It's possible that she just had blind faith in the fact that she really was a believer in the little thing and she just figured, you know, Russell would come in line and then they would go forth and and teach the the faith. So a myopic point of view for uh, our Salome. Possibly. Now, oh, and she thought bringing Russell in that she would gain him as an ally and not thinking because. You know, she saved him. She thought he would owe that to her, but she clearly didn't know Russell because, right. I mean, <laughs> anybody that believed that, yeah. You know, and maybe she, that's why Bill is also the chosen one because she thought Bill would be the strategist. He's the guy who's got more of a plan going, noticing right. noticing when he put, you know, Eric under Lilith's, Lilith's, Lilith's blood. Yeah. But then why is he looking at them and he's not, yeah. he's not buying so it? So what did you guys think of all that? There was a lot of questions there. First of all, is Bill does Bill have something under his sleeve? What does he expect? Like, is he really thinking to himself he's become the chosen one for this? What was is Godric gone? Or when he said he evolved, that 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 thing that Lilith did to him wouldn't have met. Like, it's not going to affect the fact that he's still there. Like, should he? You know, are we to think that Godric is gone, or that's just something that they saw? Godric is gone. Godric's been gone since season two. No, but no, I'm saying but... like in the sense, even in the proverbial sense, I mean, he right. said, I will always be with you, mm-hmm. you know, and, and what's that imagery? In other words, what is that imagery symbolic of the fact that Lilith supposedly or the, the woman that, that we think is Lilith ripping off Godric's head? What's the imagery there? What's going on? Is Eric turn? You know, did he did he turn over a new leaf? There's all kinds of stuff going on there. I don't think Bill is. I think Bill definitely has something under his sleeve. Bill's too smart for a lot of things. And we've always seen him try to become not try to become but go the way that is the needed way for him to get to where he wants to be Hmm. do you know what I mean so I really think that Bill has ulterior motives in doing this Mm -hmm. and I think that he does have a bigger plan I'm just really confused as to what the hell (laughs) it is like so He's not telling anyone because last week we yeah. said that he's playing it close to the vest. Really close to the vest. Yeah, because even Jessica. I mean, and he, and because every time he's told anyone, it's backfired on him. Do you know what I mean? Like Trust him no and one. E- right. Like he hasn't been able to. I mean, Eric goes back and forth, so it's tough. And and I don't. It's I just don't know what his plan is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what did you think about then the Jessica thing that he he started sounding like, sounding sounding like Jessica's human parents? Yeah. 
And you could see that that's just not going to work for Jessica no. at all. And But even though Bill's her maker, she has to listen to what he has to say. She cannot rebel. Can she? Of nope. course she can. Uh, but no, but well, if she, she commands can, her. Right. She can rebel, but if he says, I command you not to rebel against me anymore, she's done. Yeah. But I don't think that... I think that she'll play the part, just like we've seen all of them do in other seasons, she'll play the part that she's going to follow him, and at first chance, she's going to leave. Because there's no way. You could see the question in her face as he was talking. You could see that she couldn't handle what he was saying, nor did she want to be there, and she knew that there was something up. You could tell. Or could it possibly be that they plan on using Jessica as a way of bringing back Bill from whatever it is his faith has taken him towards because of Jessica's unique perspective of having come from a very religious background which she rebelled against so to see bill kind of fall in with this faith of his own will she be able to be the voice of the devil's advocate and say bill this isn't you you're just blindly you know following a faith that i don't know if it's right for you maybe she'll have a hand in in Mm. pulling him back as as eric is negotiating his own path because if there's anyone in this universe that he could trust, we'll, we'll be would be Jessica. We'll be Jessica, and, and and at that point, I mean, if Eric and Bill still can trust each other, which I still think they can, they won't know that they will be able to until the time when all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, you were planning something to do? Yeah, so is okay, good, so we're fine." Bill is absolutely fa- for me. I I love Bill this season. I don't like it when he's the good guy. I find it boring. I'm sorry. I just it's it, there's not enough going on for me. I right now we don't know. Right now we we were talking about that he has something up his sleeve. Uh-huh. We said that about two minutes ago. Fast forward a minute. Now we're saying, well, Jessica, you know, if she can pull him back because we don't know. Yeah. Well, that's what makes great. uh, That's what makes Bill and Eric both great. They've done this the entire time of the show. They've for everything that good that they do. They also do something like, what the heck did you do? Man, that's not a nice thing. to do. So (laughs) it's that dichotomy that they constantly play between Mm -hmm. the good guy and the and the antihero or the bad guy or whatever. They play all kinds of things. The only problem. Do you think that Sookie's going to play a part in them not being a part of this religious culture that they're in right now? Because the only thing I could think of the whole time Russell was going on his tangent about the yeah. fairy thing was Sookie. Yeah. Because that's all I could think of was Sookie and that Bill and Eric both looked at each other yeah, in and that moment. Yeah, and they both kind of raise up and, and they're like, whoa, this, whoa. Right. All of a sudden, you saw real Bill and real Eric. Mm-hmm. You didn't yeah. see this molded thing. And it was like all of a sudden... Sookie, that's yeah. all they thought about. And yeah. I feel like that's going to play a huge part in the next two episodes. Remember, yeah. it always comes down to Sookie. It is the Sookie Stackhouse Mysteries. Yes. You yeah. know, the, the, those are the books. So it's got to come back to her. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm, 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 I'm worn out. So, so I'm going to go ahead and talk about the elephant in the room, too. So a chat roll, listeners, viewers, everybody out there, what is the deal with Russell's accents? There's like eight of them. There were a lot of them tonight. I mean, Only there's, there's the one speech. that looks that the one there's one that's obviously there's the Southern New Orleans drawl. Mm-hmm. Then there's then there's the old world like I am three thousand years old like that guy. I don't even know what is that what, Arnold what, Schwarzenegger. What, I don't know. No, that three thousand years old. That's Arnold Schwarzenegger. But he had like that accent. That, but even in that speech, he had I want to say like three or four accents, and I don't understand if that's a character choice. If that's Dennis O'Hare not fully grasping what the accent, like I don't want to be a criti- critic, but it's kind of it kind of throws me off. Think of it this way: What if Russell's lived many lifetimes? He's uh-huh. had to be in many scenarios. Sure. He was in World War II when he killed Eric's parents a thousand years ago. Uh-huh. He he was in. in 
where was it in Sweden? I, I forget where he was at, where, the, where he killed Eric Spur- mm-hmm. Each place had a different accent. He had to live in those times. So he, and right now, when he was giving that speech, he had so much fervor inside of him that it just all came out. The eagle has landed and his name is Russell. Okay. Hear me roar. Okay. So he just went into every little, little accent. So you think that is a character, like that's the yes. character of Russell just kind of blowing through all, Going the, off. all of his historical accents over yes. time. Absolutely. Yeah. What were you going to say? What do you think? She's. I, I didn't think of it that way until you posed the question. Uh-huh. And when when you posed the question, I was like, I wonder if that's exactly what I was thinking. Was that as he was getting angrier and angrier and talking about the fact that he is 3,000 years old. He becomes his oldest he became, self. Yeah, he now went okay. through the process mm-hmm. of, of showing every different part of him cool. in his own way. Because when, when that happened, I was like... Is that just bad acting? Because he's not a no, bad actor. It's impossible. Dennis right. is brilliant. That's and, why I was confused by it. Yeah. But then when you posed the question, I was like, I wonder if. I would think. I would think that's the case. I just wanted to throw it out there because it was like I don't know if I'm supposed to be thrown off by that or not. Okay. Before we go into predictions, yes. one last question: mm-hmm. Who's Warlow? Oh my God! It's my dad. She said that on Twitter. <laughs> no. I was like, it's my dad, dude. I don't. I honestly don't. People. Throw out some ideas. I, I don't know. Yeah, because I'm eating crow I'm this week. my brain. Well, it's got to be somebody new. It's got to be somebody that we or haven't met. It? I think it does. I think it does. I think it's someone they haven't met, but I think it's someone that has a very strong connection to Bill. Um, and, and I feel like that's how they're going to tie it all in. Will that person be the new player in town, so to speak, quote unquote, for season six? As they lead into it, because they, I mean, they might be trimming the fat mm-hmm. to make room for more. Right. Sure, of course. That's obviously. So, yeah. or not obviously, but quite possibly. So maybe, you know, as, as we get rid of Salome or Russell's going to have to, they're going to have to figure out something to do with Russell. Yeah. So maybe Warlow will be the new, new kid in town. The new baddie. Yeah, because we don't know exactly. We just know that there was the contract. Why was that contract put in place with the Stackhouse family? Yeah. Who exactly? Yes. And we have to assume that Bill knew something about that contract, right? And that's why he protected Sookie for so long. Because he had all those papers. He had all those files that we never really got to see or learn about. So I have to assume that Bill knew something about that contract. And that's why he protected Sookie from this person that just hasn't come back. Because eventually, I mean, the contract says he technically owns her. Right. So Eventually, he's going to come back. So I feel like Bill. That's why I feel like it has to have some tie to Bill, or Bill in some shape or form knows this person. Yeah, because she would have had to have been protected her whole life, right? Because he attacked her when when she was a baby, and now he's back. And I'm sure throughout that, she's had a guardian of some sort. Mm-hmm. You know, throughout just protecting her. So, and, and that I'm eating crow because I, I blew it up on Twitter. I told everyone that it was Roman, and because I'd counted the episodes, uh-huh. and there was nine appearances. And if you combined Roman right. and Warlow's appearances to the rest of the season, it uh-huh. would equal nine. Okay. And um, Chris Maloney's total episode count this year on True Blood was supposed to be nine, and okay. now. He Warla wasn't on the show, so that theory was wrong. So, I am wrong. So, guys, if you guys are listening, because yeah, every everyone was like, "How do? How are you sure that it's that it's Chris Maloney's uh-huh. Warlow?" So, I know we gotta we gotta rethink our strategy, guys. So, let's move on to predictions. Predictions. What can we predict this week? Now you're after Buzz TV predictions. From a very uncomfortable episode, uh, just everything is just upside down. Crystalline. <laughs> sure, throw it to me first. I don't even know where to go with predictions. I was going to have you ask uh, your mom what do you think is going to happen next week. There's, there, I don't even know where to go. Sam and Luna? I want to say Suki kills Russell in the library 
with the chopstick. That's a nice little clue reference for everybody. Seriously, I don't, I have no idea where uh, everything, everything I've so far thought was going to happen hasn't really. Yeah. So, I mean, well done, writers, because I don't know what the heck you guys have up your sleeve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I really, really don't. At this point, it's kind of up in the air, which is kind of exciting, because if you really can't come up with predictions, maybe that means that you're doing some things that have already been done, or you have themes that have been played out before or alluded to. But if all of us are sitting down going, what the what in the name of what is going to happen? That's you've done something special because now you're just throwing everybody off unless everybody else out there, all you listeners and fans and, and, and watchers know what's going to happen. We don't maybe let us know because <laughs> then we're just the three, three odd, odd out people out. But I feel like that's one of my favorite things about True Blood is that every single season, there's been very, very, very few spots where I knew it was going to happen, hmm. where I feel like almost all the seasons at the end, I've been at the edge of my seat and been like, oh, my God. And it's always that cliffhanger. It's always that I can't even believe that they just wrote that. Like, yeah. I feel like that's the one thing that I've loved about True Blood from season one. So I feel like we can't guess because it doesn't matter what we guess because that's not going to yeah. be it. <sighs> I think they just listen to all of us and then just write the opposite. <laughs> yeah, and, and HBO is so good at doing, like, being able to have the freedom to do things with their shows that you wouldn't necessarily have happen in other network television shows or other shows, period. They just, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll take your lead character and kill him right off. They don't even care. Nope. They'll oh. do whatever they want to do because they're like, we're HBO. That's how we do oh, it. So you think they're going to kill a lead character? I, no, I mean, they have in the past for other shows. I, I don't really know what they're going to do here. I hope they do. I really, because I, I, if they do that, then no one is safe. Yeah. You know, if they really, truly just, and not that I dislike a character, but just, I think it'll just shake things up and people will be like, oh my God, and then you'll be glued every week. Oh my gosh, what's going to happen to my favorite character? You know, but yeah. as for prediction, I'm going to take one that I read from one of the boards. Okay. And this is just throwing it out there. Okay. Jason will be a vampire. Uh-huh. And he, he's going to be a vamp. He's a face slash vamp to battle Warlow because Warlow is possibly also a fey a slash vamp. For so like a pseudo six. vampire hunter D slash blade. They're, they're going to, yes, they're going to fight each other out because J- Jason's up for a new calling. Like you guys said, let's take Jason to the next level. Yeah. So that goes to Jason becoming a vampire because he has to. Uh-huh. Not right. because he yeah. wants to. Right. Wow. Well, maybe vampirism bring out his fey powers as well that'll be interesting i don't know we don't know guys it's literally we've got two episodes left Yermon, Yermon, where can we find you? Everybody, you can find me on Twitter at Yermon Gur, Y-E-R-M-A-N-G-U-R. Chrisley? You guys can find me at Chrisley. You can find me at The Everyday Man, and you can find all of us at AfterBuzz TV. For Marissa, Chrisley, Yermon, I'm JC. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Thank <laughs> you.